Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Fancy Football Consistency Show. I am your host, Bob Lung, and uh, thank you for being here tonight. Um, as you always, you know that I'm here as part of the Asylum Fantasy Sports Network, brought to you by Flieger and Briggs of Asylum Fantasy Sports. And we just uh, want to say thank you to them for having me on. And uh, as you know, I'm here every Thursday night from 7 to about 8, 8.30, depending on how many guests and how things are rolling. But um, but uh, tonight, we'll, we'll shoot for 8 o'clock, and, and we'll kind of see how it goes from there. Uh, for those of you who are following the Fantasy Sports Network or not, uh, you can certainly listen any night of the week to us. We are here. We have uh, Sports Rants with Chris Heal on uh, Monday night. Uh, the Asylum Sports Show with Flieger and Briggs on Tuesday. Uh, Thursday night, of course, is myself from 7 o'clock on. Uh, Friday, Racing Times with Alan and Robin. Saturday, the Dynasty Dudes with Russell Clay and Nathan Powell. And on Sunday is the Mad Scientist with Nick Ficarelli. So uh, don't forget to listen to those guys during the week. They're on every night as part of the Asylum Fantasy Sports Network. Well, as I mentioned, thanks again uh, for being here. If you have a question um, and you're listening live, you have two options. You can come onto the chat here on the website, or you can call in at 646-478-4679. Once again, 646-478-4679. Call in with the questions. be more than happy to help you out. Uh, with any leagues or anything that you may have going on. Uh, but as you know, <clears throat> we focus 100% here on consistency and how consistent are the players in your league. Now, uh, if you uh, not in a PPR format, which is what we're going to basically focus on tonight, um, the standard scoring is four points for passing touchdown, typical uh, one for 20, 25 yards for passing, um, minus one two, three, whatever it is for interceptions. Uh, and then, of course, points per reception for all of the other positions. Um, if you have a a scoring method that's different than that, all you have to do is go to the Fantasy Sports Warehouse, where I am one of the lead writers uh, on, on consistency. Go to the NFL tab. You'll see uh, consistency tools or FF consistency. Go there, and you can go to the consistency report and enter in your scoring method and find out who the most consistent players are year-to-date in your league. So if you're non-PPR, six points for passing touchdown, you know, get uh, 25 points uh, versus 20 points for passing, or whatever your differences are, you can put them in there, um, and, and it will give you uh, who the most consistent players and determine your consistency of your league in your league scoring methods. But as I mentioned here, we focus on four points per passing touchdown, so... Let's get rolling along here by looking at the quarterbacks. So, sitting at the top, um, there are three perfect quarterbacks still so far in 2015. Um, at the top of the list of the perfect seven for seven is Carson Palmer. He's also ranked third in total points. 
uh, at first place in total points with 179.6. Tom Brady, who is six for six uh, in quality games. And we'll be going, of course, tonight at 8.30 against the Dolphins. So that should be a good one. Catch that one. Should be a good matchup. Andy Dalton is also six for six in quality games, fourth in total points. Uh, And so right there's your top three. Surprised? Probably should be. Um, There's no Aaron Rodgers. There's no None of them are perfect. Just those three so far. Um, Andy Dalton probably wasn't drafted in many leagues. If at best as a backup, 10 or 12 main league, he may not have been drafted at all. Uh, Carson Palmer probably was drafted as a backup in most leagues. I know I had him as a backup on almost all my leagues. I mean, he was certainly one of my favorites. Um, if you had a chance to get the book in the in the offseason, if you haven't and you want to get it now, again, Go to Fantasy Sports Warehouse. Uh, there you will find the book, the Fantasy Football Consistency Guide, still for sale. It's only $5. You can download it, read it. Uh, a lot of it, of course, was preseason. But, you know, there's a lot of good information to kind of see how players are doing and some of the guys that I promoted early on in the season. And um, then that way you'll get an email next year when you're ready to buy the next one. So um, you can do that as well. Um, so those guys are perfect. Oh, excuse me. As I mentioned before, um, those are the three perfect guys. Um, Right behind them, with only one missed quality game so far. So depending on the percentages, Phillip Rivers is 6 out of 7, 86%. Second in total points. Again, a surprise by many. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is 5 for 6, 83%. He is 6th in total points. Now there's a name we were expecting to see up here. The other name we were expecting to see... Uh, is Andrew Luck. Now, a lot of us probably would have thought, one, he'd be ranked a lot higher. He'd be, you know, but he's had a slow start to the season. Missed one game because of injury. Uh, the other game, he didn't earn a quality game. So he's four out of five. Um, and he's 80%, which isn't bad, but he's 20th in total points because he has missed those games. So um, so he's at 80%. Uh, again, certainly nothing to be uh, uh, disappointed in, uh, other than the fact that you may have picked him in the second round, so you were expecting a little bit better at this point. Um, after that, some 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 surprises and some maybes. Um, definitely a big surprise. Fifth in total points, Blake Bortles from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Five out of seven quality games, 71%. Um, has looked so far so good this season. Got some good weapons around him. They're always playing from behind, so a lot of good reasons to uh, believe that he can keep this consistency up. Uh, obviously a weak schedule being that they were last place last year. Um, so that is that Cam Newton, seventh place in total points, four out of six in quality games as well. Um, so again, two thirds is not bad. It's not great. You would want your quarterback to be at least be 70% or above, but right now, again, you know, it's early in the season. So these guys might be just kind of fighting their way back. Also at four for six, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Drew Brees, Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer has actually earned four straight quality games uh, for the Houston Texans. So kind of a surprise, yeah, but, you know, they got, again, got good weapons. DeAndre Hopkins and Nate Washington was the number one wide receiver this past week. So 
you know, again, maybe worthwhile picking up off the waiver wire at this point. Um, ben Rothers, yeah, he's two for three, also at 67%. After that, you're 60% or below. Oh, excuse me. And, you know, some of these guys, you know, we expect a lot of inconsistencies out of Marcus Mariota, James is Winston. Jay Culler never is very consistent. Uh, they're all three out of five. But some of the names below that, the 57% or below, are the ones I think we're most surprised by because of how bad they are. Uh, Matt Ryan is 10th in total points, but is only 4 to 7, 57%. Eli Manning is 11th in total points, also 57%. Joe Flacco is 12th, also 57%. So all of those guys are basically quarterback one, top 12 numbers, but their consistency just isn't there. And those are the good ones. So we haven't hit the really bad ones, um, as if, as in Matthew Stafford, who is three of seven. He is eighth in total points, but three of seven for 43% in quality games. Russell Wilson is ninth in total points, three out of seven, 43%. Uh, then you throw in Peyton Manning, who is two out of six for 33%, 28th in total points. Uh, Sam Bradford's two of seven, 29%. Uh, he was somebody that was kind of looked at as a big number guy this year because of the offense they were playing in, but none of them are putting up the numbers. So as I mentioned, just looking at some guys who were kind of picking up the pace, uh, if you're looking for that waiver wire pickup, um, you can certainly uh, take a look at some of these guys. E.J. Manuel has now put up back-to-back quality games in replacing of uh, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, in fact, if you combine Tyrod Taylor and E.J. Manuel, they actually have five quality games, and they'd be up there tied with Blake Bortles and Aaron Rodgers. So Buffalo offense, not too bad from a passing standpoint. Um, Also, as I mentioned, Matthew Stafford has put up back-to-back quality games, now has three, certainly heading in the right direction. Same way with Ryan Tannehill. uh, Same way with Andrew Luck. As I mentioned, Brian Hoyer, four in a row. Um, So there's, you know, there there are definitely definitely some guys kind of moving in the right direction. All right, so let's move into the running backs. Uh, Once again, if you want to call in, have a question, 646-478-4679, or you can get in the chat room where you can uh, put in your question um, if you'd like. Um, If you don't have a chance to listen and you're downloading this, don't forget you can always hit me up on Twitter at Bob underscore Lung, or you can email me at Bob at FFConsistency.com or Bob at fantasysportswarehouse.com. So either one. And of course, uh, my articles on Fantasy Sports Warehouse should be posted tonight. I've got them up there. I'm waiting for them to just get them on. Um, So hopefully you'll see those tonight or tomorrow. Keep a look for them. I'll obviously uh, post them on Twitter and Facebook. And also, I forgot Facebook. Go to uh, Fantasy Football Consistency. There's a web uh, Facebook page uh, for Fantasy Football Consistency. You can certainly get on there and, uh, you know, just get on and uh, you know post questions, uh, the podcast, uh, the articles, everything is always on there. So if you had a chance, you can do that. All right, so let's move into the running backs. All right, uh, so this past week um, was a big week for uh, the, the, the running backs. We had uh, 29 running backs 
earn quality games. It's a little bit above average. Average is usually around 24. Um, Lamar Miller, Danny Woodhead had huge weeks. That did Todd Gurley, Arian Foster, but Arian Foster got hurt, and now it looks like he's done for the season. So Arian Foster works his way back from a groin injury and then tears his Achilles. So um, pretty much made a glass, so he's done for the year. Darren McFadden kind of had a resurgence. We'll see if he keeps that up. Um, but uh, uh, certainly looked good the other night uh, or last weekend. Uh, Mark Ingram, uh, Ryan Matthews, uh, Charkandrick West for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, eighth in, uh, this past week with almost 21. Doug Martin with another quality game. He start, he's been looking good as of late. So there's some guys up there that, you know, may be surprising to some, some other kind of no names uh, for the Giants. Our Orleans Darkwa had uh, a quality game, as did Dexter McCluster for Tennessee, uh, which is his second game in a row uh, for a quality game. So, again, looking for a waiver wire uh, person, that may be the guy to look for. Um, also, Mike Tolbert for Carolina, uh, Duke Johnson for Cleveland. So some guys there, you know, surprise a few, but some guys on the bad side this past week, DeMarco Murray, Andre Ellington, Theo Riddick, Shane Vereen, Reggie Bush, Jokey uh, Bell, Carlos Hyde, and Melvin Gordon. So all of those guys looking a little uh, questionable at times. But uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, there's certainly some some guys out there that uh, have been putting up some decent numbers. And year to date, uh, that would be Giovanni Bernard. Uh, now, he had a bye week this past week, so he remained uh, perfect still, of course, at 6-for-6. Six six. Uh, so he'll be back this week with the Bengals going against I'm pretty sure the Steelers, if I'm not mistaken. Let me check my uh, calendar here. And, uh, yes, they're at Pittsburgh. So big matchup there, big uh, AFC Central rivalry. Uh, Giovanni Bernard's looked good so far this year in a PPR format. Uh, not putting up huge numbers. It's really not in the, uh, you know, uh, but every week putting up solid numbers. And he's earning, obviously, more than 10 a week. And so, so far, so good for him. Um in the top spots are also uh, when it comes down to uh, QSR, or quality success rate, or the consistency percentage, whatever you want to call it, uh, at 86%, which is six out of seven, we have Dante Freeman, who's first total points, Mark Ingram, who's second, Danny Woodhead, who's third. Um, so some surprises there. I mean, I don't think any of us at by week seven would be sitting there saying that the top three in scoring would be Devontae Freeman, Mark Ingram, and Danny Woodhead. Not. <laughs> um, now in fourth place is Matt Forte, which we kind of expected. Um, Jamal Charles is still in fifth, even though he's only played five games. So shows you how good he was going until he got hurt. Uh, so certainly, uh, you know, something that uh, not excited to see, but, you know, and I, I, for you, Jamar Charles fans, uh, you have my sympathy. Um, I didn't pick him in any league, but I can understand why you did. Le'Veon Bell, six in total points, four out of five in quality games. Uh, so he's on his way back up. Obviously, uh, he's, you know, he missed the first two games of the year. So he's on his way back to the top, as we'd expect. Uh, another surprise, four out of five in quality games, eighth in total points, Chris Ivory for uh the Jets. Deion Lewis is four for five, twelfth in total points. He is supposed to play tonight, so if you have him, I'm not sure he's 100 percent though. They said that you know it was a last minute decision, so 
you never know because it's Belichick, so it's hard to tell. Also at four for five at 80% is LaShawn McCoy, but he's 28th in total points. So, again, he's missed a couple games uh, on his way back. Um, you know, looked good so far. Another one who's been red hot lately, as I mentioned, Todd Gurley. Uh, he's put up now uh, three out of four uh, quality games in his last four games. So uh, he's certainly um, healthy and just tearing it up. So uh, I expect him to continue to be good. Uh, in seventh place in total points, five out of seven in quality games, 71%, Justin Forsett. Also at five for seven is Frank Gore. Uh, at the four for six range at 67%, which is solid for running backs. It's not great. I mean, this is what you'd expect out of your running back two, you would hope. But the problem is, is these are all running back ones. Adrian Peterson, DeMarco Murray, Latavius Murray, all these guys. Maybe Latavius Murray was drafted as, an, as a running back two. Um, Adrian Peterson, ninth. DeMarco Murray, 10th. And Latavius Murray, 13th in total points. Um, after that, we start looking at some of the guys that are not living up to their uh, hype, I guess, or, or their where they were drafted. One of them, of course, Marshawn Lynch, been injured, three out of five in quality games. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, Jeremy Hill, three out of six in quality games, 32nd uh, in total points. Um, he's been definitely an inconsistent nightmare this year. Uh, one game, he is red hot, and he scores two touchdowns, and he's one of the top guys. Next week, he gets three points. Um, like you said, Giovanni Bernard has certainly outplayed him from a consistency standpoint this year. Um, Jonathan Stewart, 50%, three out of six. Eddie Lacy, three out of six. Um, so only 50%. Um, Carlos Hyde, after his huge first week game, three out of seven, 43%. Uh, and Lamar Miller uh, is two out of six. But let's remember, Lamar Miller, slow start for the Dolphins offensively. Uh, if he's out there and somebody in your league hasn't paid attention, um, you may want to trade for him. I doubt he's on your waiver wire. Uh, but he, you know, but he's 11th in total points, even though he's two out of six and has only earned two straight quality games. So uh, by the end of the year, if he stays and that offense stays clicking, uh, again, tonight will be a, a big matchup for him, a big uh, challenge for him against the Patriots. They always bring their <clears throat> their A game when they're on television. So let me get a drink here. So, again, it's going to be an interesting night to see how it goes for the Dolphins and the Patriots. So, But Lamar Miller, let me tell you, he's he's the real deal, and he will be back this year. And, um, I, barring an injury, I think he'll be one of the top, most consistent backs of the year, uh, even though he's already down four. So, uh, but uh, uh, going back to again your waiver wire scenarios, looking for some guys out there that might help you out. As I mentioned, Dexter McCluster with back-to-back quality games, Lamar Miller, Brandon Oliver for San Diego, uh, T.J. Yeldon is three out of four recently. Uh, Todd Gurley, probably already on somebody's team. Duke Johnson, three out of four. Uh, Doug Martin had one this past week. He's kind of been inconsistent. He'll have good weeks. He'll have his bad weeks. Um, Ryan Matthews, two out of his last three. Um, So, again, you're looking for some guys on your waiver wire. That's the kind of guys you might want to shoot for. So, all right. Once again, you can call in uh, 646-478-4679, or uh, if you come to the site, you can actually uh, type in your questions. 
if you'd like to do that. But uh, again, if you are downloading it and listening to it later, you can hit me up Twitter at Bob underscore Lung, L-U-N-G, like you breathe with. Uh, you can hit me on email either way, either Bob at FFConsistency.com or Bob at FantasySportsWarehouse.com. All right, so let's head into the wide receivers. Wide receivers uh, sitting uh, this past week, Nate Washington. So this has been the third week in a row that a Houston Texan wide receiver has been the number one wide receiver of the week in a PPR format. Last two weeks, DeAndre Hopkins. This week, Nate Washington. Now, DeAndre Hopkins did earn a quality game. He got 11 points, which is just over the 10.85 that he has to get over. So he just squeaked in, but he did it. Uh, but Nate Washington was top of the list this past week. Um, also near the top of the list, T.Y. Hilton, 31 points. Mike Evans comes back from the dead uh, and has a huge week for Tampa Bay this past week. Um, so let's uh, we'll have to keep an eye out on Mike Evans and see if he's heading in the right direction. But that's only his second quality game of the year. Uh, Jarvis Landry continues his hot season. Amari Cooper, uh, Julio Jones. Stefan Diggs, who has now earned three straight quality games. Uh, Robert Woods, um, who I think just earned his second in a row. His second of the year. Um, Danny Amendola, Allen Robinson for Jacksonville, Calvin Johnson for Detroit, Antonio Brown, Tyler Lockett, Chris Conley for Kansas City, Michael Crabtree from Oakland, uh, Keenan Allen, John Brown, Rashad Matthews, Eric Decker, Ted Ginn, Michael Floyd, Matavius Bennett, Kendall Wright, Ryan Grant from Washington, Brandon Cooks, Dante Moncrief, Indianapolis, Alan Hearns from Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville, Marcus Easley, Steve Smith, Jeremy Curley, Chris Hogan, DeAndre Hopkins, and Terrence Williams. All of those guys are in quality games this past week. Uh, guys who did not, who have been um, high draft choices or at least are looked to uh, earn quality games every week. Brandon Marshall, Pierre Garçon, Julian Edelman, Travis Benjamin, Andre Johnson, Roddy White, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Anquan Bolden, Larry Fitzgerald, Jordan Matthews, Golden Tate, and Vincent Jackson all did not earn a quality game this past week. Um, so I'm going to stop and get a, take another drink of water because my throat is dry now. All right, so let's look at year-to-date. Who are the most consistent wide receivers so far this year? Uh, PPR scoring format, we've got uh, one seven out of seven, and that is a Jacksonville wide receiver. His first name is Allen. His last name is not Robinson. Uh, it is Allen Hearns. Uh, he's ranked 15th in total points, and he's a perfect seven out of seven. At six for six, Jarvis Landry, as I mentioned before, uh, certainly one of the guys that I mentioned in my book this year when it came out about uh, you know somebody who just seemed to be very consistent at the end of last year. If you, um, if you remember from the book, I had mentioned in a lot of the podcasts that Landry last year went nine for nine or eight for eight in his last games last year uh, and, and uh, was definitely high on my list as somebody who uh, could be a consistent player again this year. So far, he has proven that. Uh, Eric Decker is five for five. Stephon Diggs is three for three. Uh, Martavius Bryant is two for two since he came back, as is Alshon Jeffrey. So those are your 100%. Normally, I don't put in people who are two for two, but when they're big names like Bryant and Jeffrey, I'll do that. Um, at only missed one, 
Um, so these guys are uh, 86%. And these are some of your top guys, DeAndre Hopkins, first place in total points. Oh, and one of the things I wanted to mention about the guys that are 100% consistent, they're not highly ranked in total points. Alan Hearns is 15th. Jarvis Landry is 21st. So, you know, they're they're earning their points. They're they're getting the consistency, and that's what you want. Again, these guys would have been drafted as your wide receiver three or four, uh, maybe even five for Hearns. Um, so, you know, and Eric Decker, same way. Not guys that are going to put up big points, but they're consistent, and that's what you're after. Uh, so, anyway, going back to the guys who are six out of seven and are uh, scored one, two, three, four, five in order points wise. And they're all six out of seven in quality games. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, Larry Fitzgerald, Allen Robinson. Now, other than Julio Jones, um, he was definitely drafted as somebody's number one wide receiver on your team. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins was, but I doubt it. Um, but that certainly could be a lot of teams' top four wide receivers. Hopkins, Jones, Keenan Allen, Larry Fitzgerald. If they are, you're probably kicking ass. <laughs> So good for you. Um, and Allen Robinson as well. Um, but uh, Calvin Johnson, 10th uh, in total points. Travis Benjamin, uh, surprisingly 12th in total points. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, 13th in total points. And Dante Moncrief, a surprise for many, is 20th in total points. So uh, in the, in the uh, consistency standpoint, T.Y. Hilton and at least the Colts, <laughs> Andrew Luck might be four out of five, but at least the Colts got two wide receivers that are in the uh, you know top 10, 15 in uh, consistency. Also, only missed one game because of they've had a bye week, so they're five out of six. Uh, are Brandon Marshall, Julian Edelman, Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas, AJ Green, James Jones, Rashard Matthews. Probably the one that jumps out the most here is Rashard Matthews. Uh, wasn't even on most people's draft list as the second wide receiver opposite of Jordan Landry, um, or Jarvis Landry, sorry. But he has been great. I mean, he's 24th in total points, five out of six in quality games. Uh, so between him and Jarvis Landry, you're talking about 11 out of 12 in quality games. That's pretty impressive for a team that, quote, started out slow. So, uh, again, some good numbers there have really been looking good. Uh, again, tonight will be a big test. Um, Patriots defense, pretty solid. Um, but they've given up some points, too. So, again, it could be a shootout, uh, could be a slugfest. Be surprised if it's in between. I have a feeling it's either good. they're both going to score over, you know, 25, 24 points, or it's going to be 10 to 7. Um, I'm going with the latter, or the the, uh, the original. Um, so there's your, your over 80%. So now we're looking at 70%, 70, so 5 out of 7 in quality games. Uh, John Brown. For the uh, Cardinals, Pierre Garçon, um, both at 71%. 67%, so these guys are all um, two, four out of six. Uh, Steve Smith, Mari Cooper, Marvin Jones, Ted Ginn, and Terrence Williams. So, you know, some of these guys are on their way up because they're filling in for roles of injuries. Terrence Williams, Ted Ginn, Marvin Jones has been solid. Not great, but solid. Um, so, so far, so good. Now, here's the surprise list. These guys are all at 57% consistency, so barely over half the games. It includes the person who is the player who is number six overall and number nine overall. That is Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham. 
Um, we know what happened with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was a perfect, basically perfect uh, three for three, and then Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. Since then, he went one for three or one for four um, in quality games, so he's four out of seven. Big Ben's back this week. Um, Brown did earn a quality game last week, um, but I assume that that will pick back up. Odo Beckham, um, you know, I, I mentioned this in the book. I mentioned this all preseason. Um, it's hard for a wide receiver to come back in the second year, especially after what a huge year he had, and be as solid and as consistent as he was with nobody on the other side to take that pressure off. Ruben Randall can't get it done. Victor Cruz still hasn't even played yet. Um, there's just nothing on the other side to not allow a team to double team Beckham. It's just not going to happen. Um, and, you know, he's a good wide receiver. He's just, you know, not as great. Uh, Brandon Cooks, again, rookie, second year. Jordan Matthews in his second year, been average at best. Um, so there's your uh, four out of seven. At 50%, are some other surprises. One of them is Randall Cobb. There is no question Randall Cobb is injured. Um, he is not playing at the level that I've seen Randall Cobb play. He looks like he's hurting when he's trying to reach out for the ball. That shoulder, I think, is still injured. Um, I just don't think he's 100%. I wouldn't be surprised if in a week or two um, something happens. He rolls on that shoulder, falls on that shoulder, somebody falls on him on the shoulder, and he's out for another four or five weeks, maybe even ending the season. Um, hate to see it happen, but it's just not looking the same out there. Uh, luckily, James Jones has picked up the pace and uh, to help out the, the Packers. This week they play the Broncos, so you've got Aaron Rodgers versus Peyton Manning. Should be a good game. I would expect it to be high scoring. Uh, Michael Crabtree, Kendall Wright, Danny Amendola, also Jeremy Macklin, 50%. Uh, so, again, not very solid. Mike Evans, two for four, also 50%. Um, below that, a bunch of really no names that I wouldn't expect to be consistent because they weren't in the past. Uh, Anquan Bolden, Golden Tate, uh, Michael Floyd, Nate Washington, uh, Vincent Jackson, Cecil Short. So those are your guys so far. So if you're looking now, we're going to kind of take a look at guys who uh, might be on the waiver wires, have been putting up some uh, you know, consistent uh, consistency over the last few weeks might be worth picking up. Um, one of them was, uh, of course, Martavius Bryant, but I assume he's on most teams already. Um, Chris Hogan, two out of his last three. Uh, Michael Floyd, three out of his last four. Stephon Diggs, uh, three for three. Um, Danny Amendola, two in a row. Uh, Amari Cooper, well, we already talked about her. Ted Ginn, as you know, again, four. Uh, he's four for six, so uh, been decent recently. Uh, Rashard Matthews is still doing well. So those are some of them. Some other guys who, you know, like Nate Washington might be worth looking at right now. Um, Cecil Shorts has been injured, hasn't been playing as well. Nate Washington steps in and does play well. So even if Cecil Shorts does come back, we may not see uh, too much going on there. So, all right, let me take a drink in between here. All right, let's take a look at the tight ends. All right, this past week, Jordan Reed was the top man with 30 points uh, in that big comeback with uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins, who asked if you liked that. 
And uh, if you had Kirk Cousins in this past week, you did. And I have to tell a funny story. I actually had to start Kirk Cousins this past week. Um, the funny thing was is that uh, I had Peyton Manning in a league. Peyton Manning was off. And uh, I my backup, because I drafted – or I had a decent backup. Um, I don't remember who it was now. But anyway, he got hurt. Um, might have been Romo. And Romo got hurt, so I had to pick up somebody. Well, the only buddy on the waiver wire three weeks ago was James's Winston, so I picked him up. So – um, as I head into this past week, I looked and saw James Winston playing against the Redskins. I thought, I'll take a look at the waiver wire, see if anybody else is out there. Well, Kirk Cousins was sitting out there, about the only guy sitting out there. And I'm like, well, I think Kirk Cousins will do better against Tampa Bay than James's Winston. I have much more faith in Kirk Cousins doing good against Tampa Bay and their bad defense than I do James's Winston doing good against the Redskins' bad defense. And, of course, as you, if, if you watched it this weekend or if you followed it this weekend, halftime scores 24 nothing, um, And I'm sitting there questioning, beating myself up for why in the world did I pick Kirk Cousins? How stupid was I? And then next thing you know, um, I was outside mowing the lawn and uh, picking up leaves and doing that kind of stuff. And I come in, and I saw that the Redskins won um, – that game and I was shocked and I saw that Kirk Cousins threw three touchdowns, ran for one, had a huge week. And of course I won in that league with Kirk Cousins. I still probably would have won with James's Winston, but I just thought it was funny. And so of course, then with the, the whole, you like that, uh, you like that thing was uh, pretty hilarious. So anyway, all right. So let's, again, let's take a look at the tight end. So as I mentioned, Jordan Reed earned a quality game. There were 17 tight ends, a little bit above the usual 12, but, Still, uh, still impressive. Uh, Jordan, of course, uh, Jordan Reed, Rob Gronkowski, as usual. Eric Ebron, Gary Barnage again for Cleveland. Ladarius Green, um, Jason Witten, Delaney Walker, Travis Kelsey, Clive Walford from Oakland. Just in case you need to know who Oakland's tight end is, he actually earned a quality game. Zach Ertz, Crockett Gilmore, Jermaine Gresham, who now plays for Arizona, and looked pretty good that night. So, again, looking for if you're looking for a tight end out there, may not be a bad, cut, bad pickup. Uh, Vernon Davis, uh, surprise. Ben Watson, back again. Uh, Greg Olson and Kyle Rudolph. Some guys who did not earn a quality game, um, well-known. Kobe Fleener, Jacob Tammy, Larry, Don uh, Larry Donnell, uh, Charles Clay, Jimmy Graham, again, George Cannon, and Jared Cook. So, there's your guys for week seven. So, so far, year to date, as we take a look at the numbers, uh, Rob Gronkowski, of course, is a perfect six for six. Um, there are no perfect sevens for sevens uh, at this point. Gronkowski, first place, of course, um, 123 points, first place there. Um, he's actually only nine points ahead of Gary Barnage, because we all saw that coming. Uh, but um, so anyway, Gronkowski six for six, Jason Witten six for six, uh, as well as Ladarius Green is six for six. So for those of you who are worried about Antonio Gates coming back and cutting into Ladarius Green's time, uh, didn't happen, and now Gates is hurt again. So if you uh, had Ladarius Green, hopefully you didn't drop him. If he's still in the waiver wire, grab him. Um, he's been perfect. So. Might as well ride him. Jordan Reed, five for five, uh, six in total points. Uh, then at the 86%, six out of seven is Travis Kelsey, who's fourth in total points. 
Also, uh, one quality game off at five out of six is Tyler Eifert, who's third in total points and is at 83%. Uh, Eric Ebron is four out of five, uh, 14th in total points, 80% quality uh, success rate. Gary Barnage, second in total points, five out of seven, 71%. Charles Clay, five out of seven, uh, and eighth in total points. Um, so still doing well. Greg Olson, fifth in total points, four out of six in quality gains. Um, that's a little, it's a little bit below Greg Olson, but he's, he's coming back into there. He had a bad first game, uh, had a bad game a couple weeks ago. So, you know, it's going to happen. Um, he usually will at least earn a quality game. Then he'll have his huge games like he did a couple weeks ago. So, um, but still 67% isn't bad for a tight end. And he's fifth in total points. Also at four out of six, Martellus Bennett, Delaney Walker, and Kyle Rudolph. 57% is Ben Watson, who's 12th in total points. Um, going down the line, though, Jordan Cameron, 50%. Um, Jimmy Graham, three out of seven, 43%, but he's ninth in total points. So, again, he's, gonna, he's up and down, and I think that's the way his season's going to go. Um, wasn't on any of my teams. I wasn't going to draft him as high as people were picking him so you know i just let him go um so there's your basically your decent uh year to date for your uh consistency for your tight end so as we head over to the uh quality gains by week if you're looking for some guys out there that are starting to pick up the pace uh, as i mentioned zach ertz actually he's earned three in a row so i might want to grab him i know yeah he started out over four and Probably was sitting out on a waiver wire because he wasn't doing anything. So it looks like he, he's starting to pick it up. So may want to go get him. Delaney Walker's also earned two straight. Of course, Ben Watson with three straight. Kyle Rudolph with two straight. Uh, so those are some guys right there that, uh, you know, if you're looking out there on the waiver wire, he certainly might uh, be out there and worth picking up. So so anyway, so uh looks like we don't have any callers tonight, but that's okay. I, I'm glad you could listen. Um, it's only about 40 minutes in, so we're going to cut it off, and that way you can kind of get all your information. Again, you can hit me at Twitter at Bob underscore Lung. Uh, email me at Bob at FFConsistency.com or Bob at Fantasy Sports Warehouse. Uh, my articles probably will be up uh, tonight or tomorrow, so take a look for them. I'll post those on Twitter and also on Facebook, where you can find me at F uh, Fantasy Football Consistency on Facebook. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you. I won't be here next week. Uh, I have a week off, um, but I'll be back in two weeks. So, uh, oh, looks like somebody's trying to call in. Let's see if we can get them on here. Hello, caller. Gentlemen, you got George in the house here. How you doing tonight? How you doing? Hey, not too bad. I just, I just calling on Sundays like around ten. Give me good advice here. And and in my PPR league, I'm going with Deion Lewis, and I also have uh, what's his name? Um, uh, come on, it's Bell. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm I'm okay that way there. In my standard league, you know, I got Jonathan Stewart in there. I, I well, let's go back to the other league for a minute. How confident in are you in Deion Lewis tonight being healthy? Um, in a PPR league, I think they'll use him because they sat him out last week for this week, knowing that this would be a tougher matchup than they thought last okay. week would be. Um, and they can't run the ball against them. He's going to have to dump it all fast. With Sue and Cameron coming in, I can see some dinks 
you know, after him, maybe. Okay. maybe I just him. wondered what, what you thought there. I mean, somebody else asked me today about starting Deion Lewis, and I asked him who their backups were because I'm always kind of one of those, you know, is Bilicek yeah. hiding a healthy guy or is he hiding a non-healthy guy and then all of a sudden throw him in? You, you just never know with Bilicek what, right. the, what the real story right. is with players. So, yeah. In my PPR league, I mean, I always go with uh, Le'Veon Bell. I have Lewis right. in there. And I have Austin as my flex because I'm using Benjamin and I'm using Cooper as my two receivers. But on my bets, I got Hill, but I don't really trust with Pittsburgh. He was my number two pick. He's been disappointed. Right. I, did, I did pick up Theo Riddick, though. For PPR league, he's not bad. He's about yeah, 9 right. So, I mean, I'm not sure. But, but on my standard league, because like I said, if, if, if he gives you 40 yards rushing, 40 yards receiving, and four receptions, that's 12 yards in the PPR versus eight in the standard. So my situation right. in Stanford I have, I got Stewart, not an issue. I have McFadden on my bench. Um, I just picked him up off the waiver a couple of days, about a day or two ago. But, again, he's going against a tough Seattle defense who doesn't right. have they, – they don't have Romo, so they know they can't pass, so they could stack right. it. And he that was DeMarco, what DeMarco was last year, when Dallas went into Seattle and beat them, and he ran over 100-some yards – in Seattle, at times you can run them, but with the quarterback issue, are they going to stack the box? Because Seattle is a heck of a lot better than the Giants team. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, so absolutely. That, absolutely, that, yeah. That's my dilemma, as I wasn't sure in the standard league, you know, do you take a shot on DeMarco Murray and figure, ah, not DeMarco, uh, McFadden, is he, going, you know, is he going to be able to give you, you know. Who else do you uh, have to choose yards? from other than McFadden? Uh, Deion Lewis. Uh, oh, Ed, so you have Lewis in your standard league as well? Correct, yes. I'm in my standard oh. league. And, okay. I, and, I, and, and Jonathan, Jonathan uh, Stewart, he's a no-brainer. He's in there. Right. So basically, because I have what's it called on a bye. Uh, Ryan Matthews, who put up 20-some points for me last week, first time I ever saw him. And I have, right. I have, I have, I have Fat Man Eddie Lacy. You know, got to gotta lay off the, uh, the the bomb-bombs, you know what I mean? Cause he's just slow yeah. as well. So I shouldn't expect him. Until he, until he shows me one game, and he's going against a tough Denver defense. So right, and it's not, in Denver. You know, in Denver, and he's not. And Which he's is not, the higher altitude, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I gotta say, Eddie Lacy's not a bad option, but that's a bad scenario for him. If it was yeah. in Green Bay and against the right. Buccaneers, it'd be one thing. But in yes. Denver, high altitude, good good yeah. run defense. Um, you know. Um, yeah, tough call. I, um, it, it's like yeah, that's a tough poison, call with you know, Bob The only yeah, good thing because, about the Dallas game is at least it's at home, so it's in Dallas right. and, and not Seattle, so you don't have the fans um, having an effect on Castle. Um, right. you know, Castle's not a horrible quarterback. I I I thought it was a good move that they put him in instead of Whedon, but. Right, you know, it's one of those things where if Seattle does have a little bit of a weakness, um, you know, again, here's here's my thought too: is while while McFadden is a good running back, right. it's not like he's Adrian Peterson running back. So well, I, you know, my thought is is if Dallas comes out like they should and throws some underneath balls to you know Jason Witten and you know maybe throw a couple of deep passes to Terrence Williams, try to spread it out a little bit. And then mix right. fat McFadden in on non-obvious running plays because that's usually where teams get in trouble. Oh, it's first down. Everybody's going to run, stack the box, stop them. 
Um, you know, so I, I, I think, think if I, they I, use, I, yeah, I, you know, I, I think, think McFadden they're... could be a worthy candidate because, again, you know, it, 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 he's going to score the touchdowns if they get close. Um, right. You know, he probably get even if he gets seventy yards, you know, rushing and forty yards passing, that's still you know eleven points, and that's that's a pretty yeah. solid game for a for a non non PPR. That wouldn't be bad for non-PPR. I do know, I think they've given up 636 yards on the ground, Seattle, and maybe 1,400 passing. So their Achilles heel is through the air, Seattle. They're they're one of the top five stout with against the run. You know what I mean? I looked it mm. up in my list. All right, how much how much how much, much yards did they give up so far, rushing and passing? So I was looking at that to get an idea. You know what I mean? Right. Well, well, but the other I, thing to look at too is Seattle gave up a ton of yards and a ton of points the first two weeks. They didn't have Chancellor, and yeah, so did right. Who was it? He was breaking up. I think Seattle played somebody this past weekend. They gave up some yards rushing. Was that who was that too? Uh, that was. Uh, I think the last two weeks. Well, they, they played San Francisco on Thursday night and they killed them. But right. I think in the week before, didn't Jonathan Stewart have a good game against Seattle? Yeah, yeah. Stewart didn't do anything the first four weeks against the most easiest defenses, and went <laughs> against the next toughest defense, and he went off. And so people were like, what, what light bulb turned on him? You know what I mean? Right, so, right. But uh, but yeah, like I said, you never know. And you would think, well, you see, a, a, a team like Carolina um, would, would would scam Newton quarterback, and uh, they know he can run, so. You have that issue, and you can throw a little bit, which they got burned by Olsen, uh, and I guess that opened up the game. With right. coming back, don't know how much he's going to be. You know, he'll probably have uh, uh, Sherman on him, and like I said, you know, you got Witten, you got Terrence Williams, you know. So, like mm-hmm. you said, it's, it's, I guess it's like pick your poison. I do like Lewis in a PPR because my son in the cop league, he's an officer. Um, you know, he's using um, like Gurley. Lewis, and then he's got his, his flex is uh, Martavius Bennett because on his bench he's got McFadden, Riddick, and C.J. Anderson. And C.J. Anderson, man, I was like, his number oh, one he's been awful. Yeah, he's been awful. You know, well, like me, my other league, my first pick was Lacey, second pick was Melvin Gordon, I dropped him. Third Oof, pick was Mike yeah. Hurt. My, my my fourth pick was Devontae Adams, nothing. And then <laughs> Matt Ryan. Now I won five championships in the last seven years, but my other league. Man, I'm going to be 7 1 after this week. I got two weekly highs blowing everybody out in that PPR. I'm like, this week, man, for the last couple of years, and I said, I can't get nothing going sometimes. I, I just. Well, I don't sometimes know. you have those leagues. I mean, I'm, I'm playing in 17 leagues, and right. most of them are expert leagues where I'm playing against, you know, guys from ESPN and Roto Experts and yep. wherever. And, yep. um, and then, you know, I have my leagues against my friends and families and, you know, buddies. And, and it's funny because. Right. Um, you think, oh, I should just roll against my friends, and the one league I'm in, I'm one in six. <laughs> wow! But 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 I'm in first like place it? in the flex league. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a yeah. game out of first place in four of my expert leagues, and so you know, you yeah, just it, it, it just so have, it just depends on who yeah. you pick and how how it yeah. works out sometimes. Well, you know, what I did in that standard league. I, this guy proposed a trade to me. He wanted he wanted like St. Louis defense gave me thirty points. I had I had the Falcons, so he wanted them. He wanted Starks, and he wanted Devontae Adams. He was giving me the Vikings defense, which is not that much isn't that much lower up than than that. They're they're playing pretty good. They're young, 
right. James uh, James Stewart, and he offered me Kendall Wright. So when I put it on, a thing to look at, it was like 34 points for that versus 24 points for what I was giving him. I hit the thing, and I took it. I figured I'll shake it up a little bit, two and five. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, get, get in the Vikings state, they're almost as good as, as, as them, but I got a better running back in Stewart versus right. versus Starks. I do have Lacey. And Kendall Wright this week, he's from, he's from Texas. And, you know, I don't know how much I'll start him. It'll always be Evans and maybe Hearns. But, you know, he, he does well against the Texans because he's from Texas. So he's right, a nice right. player. So, but, uh, but like I said, yeah, yeah, like you said, I'm just, I do, I do, I do, my son has him in his PPR in the top leg. He's sitting McFadden, Anderson, Rick. He's going with, he's going with Lewis. I'm going with the Lewis in my PPR leg. I'm 7-1 because it doesn't matter how many points I put up there. The dude I'm playing, he's only predicted to do 60. He's got, he's only got, he's got five receivers and four of them on a bye week this week. He's oh, 0-7. Ouch. him the first week. He's not spending any money, so he basically threw the, threw the thing in. So, wow. I mean, yeah. I got Brady. I got, I got Brady. I mean, I had Aaron Foster, man. The nation was going off oh. for me. And he got hurt. I was pretty, I, I was putting up like 175, 185 a week. No, wow. So, like I said, uh, so I, that's when I picked up uh, Riddick. Figure it out. Right. PPR, he's a guy I can plug and plug because I got to go with Lewis every week. I go with Lavian Bell every week. And then I look and see what. Like I said, Hill next week might get a play because they're playing Cleveland. They're, they're, he might get some stuff from me because they stick against the rush. Or against right. the run, maybe I'll pick them. So, all right, so you like McFadden, you think, in the standard league? A little bit better than Yeah, I think uh, I would go with McFadden and, and Stewart in that one. I, I think that uh, you, you just have the best chance of, of getting a consistent amount of points out of him. The other guys okay. – you know, Lacey could be big, but then again, he could get three points like he did last week or two weeks ago. So it just yep, there just isn't Lacey much play. to count on there. Yep, I got to see Lacey play a week coming back after this bye and see what he does um, yeah. and see how they handle that weather. And like you said, you know, if it was, you know, it's a tough matchup. Denver at home is Denver, and like Green Bay, they're like Seattle. Green Bay struggles on the road, right. plays real good at home. Um, Denver strong at home. Um, mm-hmm. different on the road, and just just like I said, just like Brady, awesome at home. You know, if they're going to lose, they're vulnerable on the road. A lot of those good right. things seems to happen that way. So, all right, yep. like I said, yeah, he always said, you know, go with the home team if you're going to pick them in different stuff. So I'll pull him out. Yeah, and, I kind of lean to that. If if you've got a choice between two very similar players, go with the team player that's going at playing at home. My numbers have yeah. always shown that uh, you they always average about right. 20% better, more points playing at home than they do on the road in a similar matchup. So I would definitely go with that. Yeah, because they got they got Miami's ranked with Lewis. I'm looking at the CBS thing. He's ranked 12th, which is position ranked 12, OV, OVP, 21. And they got Stewart, uh, position ranked 20, OP. So Indianapolis must be 20 against the rush, and Miami must be 12 against the rush as where – as where McFadden, they got 17 is position rank against Seattle, and two is OVP. Whatever OVP means, rank I don't know. So um, I think it's over. I think it's overall player rank. Oh, okay, okay. So they got McFadden possibly I, or, or or defense rank. I'm not sure. Yeah, because in a standard league, it, it, it still looks like rank ninth on an average. Uh, Lewis right. has been ranked like 18th. And then around 24, right. 
basically if I look at it that way there, you know. So yeah. I don't change it up, man. I'll, I'll play, All right, well, good I'll luck this week. Good, uh, hope uh, you and your son and everybody does well, and uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, Another problem. I'll be calling on Sunday to the other guys with asylum. So, uh, okay. I'll, I'll All right, man. Best of luck to you. Take care. Have a good one. All right, you too, man. Bye-bye. Take care. Yes, bye-bye. Have a good night. All right, I'm going to thank our caller there for calling in. Some good questions. Um, you know, the tough, tough man. I mean, he has a tough decision there. I mean, you got McFadden playing against the Seattle Seahawks. Defense, obviously, always known to be tough, uh, but playing at home. But, you know, his other choices just weren't as strong. If Eddie Lacy was healthy and was Eddie Lacy, probably this would be an easy question or an easy answer. But, you know, he hasn't been healthy. Yeah, he's coming off the bye, had a week to get healthy. But now he's at Denver. They've got the uh, altitude to deal with. He's been a little overweight, according to his coach. So, yeah. So, some issues going on. But I I got to believe that uh, McFadden's a solid pick there and uh, probably the most consistent pick and go with. So, once again, thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening. So, uh, just want to say thank you for everybody for uh, hanging out with me this week. As I mentioned, Probably will not be on the air next week. Got to go out of town, um, but uh, stand by. Maybe uh, maybe I'll see if I can throw it together Wednesday night uh, so you guys can still have it. So we'll see what we can do. Uh, thanks again for listening. Everybody have a consistent week, and don't forget to watch the Dolphins and Patriots at 830. Take care. God bless, and have a great week. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.